pop music. Welcome to the show. We are back. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. The strokes. Me. Come on, everybody. Okay, so thank you very much. Welcome to the show. This is the Iceland episode, everybody. Welcome to the Iceland episode. All right, trigger warning. We are going to be talking a lot about the country of Iceland. All right, give it up for yourselves. Give it up for yourselves. Let me get the soundboard out. Uh, I, I definitely put the board in soundboard. Bitch, you know what I want. <laughs> I want to talk to Samson. I'm into the moon like that bitch. What did he say? Alex Grampson? I don't even know. Suspense music. Hey, anybody's. Hey, 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 whoa. Welcome to not the same thing because this isn't the same thing you're ever going to see anywhere else. It's different. Probably because it sucks. The audio is really weird in my ears. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing once again. It's taken me hours to get set up here today, okay? Um, I do not know why I do a podcast. I do not know why I get myself into this kind of trouble. It's a lot of work, and I, I probably I make it hard on myself. I do not make it easy. However, I needed to get this information out. This is, like I said, the Iceland episode, okay? Okay, today's going to be a little bit different. Yeah. It is going to be different, and um, I just wanted to talk about my trip to Iceland. I just got back two days ago. I've been back in the States because I call it the States now because that's what the foreigners refer to America. They call it the States. Um, I'm just drinking some coffee. It's 8.47 p.m. Friday. July 28th, um, I've got a lot to go over here. I'm, I'm not prepared. Uh, like I said, I've been trying to set up. Uh, so I, Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I got like seven computers all set up here. Uh, I don't know if you noticed my, uh, I got a, I have a new monitor back here. Yeah, this is an LG. This is an LG 42-inch um, piece of crap. It is a piece of shit. It has a small bezel on it, so it's an improvement from where I was. Uh, let me adjust my gates. My noise gates. My noise gates. Yeah, that's a little bit better. You guys, I'm a mess, okay? When you set up audio gear, you know, I- I'm sounding like a broken record here. I- I'm constantly talking about audio gear and the difficulty levels of setting it up and getting myself uh, dialed in to do a show. Like I said, I make this way more difficult than it needs to be. Um, I could easily be just recording 
I could easily be just. I could easily just be. Oh, that English language. It's such garbage. Uh, the Icelandic language is freaking weird. I know how to say thank you. Talk. That's how you say thank you in Icelandic. It's talk. Um, what else did I learn? Oh, I think I, I don't know what it, it is, but it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I'm stupid. I'm new. I'm brand new. However, and what is this? Chocolate? Oh, I've got chocolate on the table because I was just eating a Mars bar. All right. It's not weird. I'm, I mean, I'm eating fucking uh, niblets of chocolate that just fell on my table because I just ate a Mars bar. And uh, in Iceland, there is it's illegal to put high fructose corn syrup in any of the foods. Uh... And I may have missed it. Help me understand what's so special about you. I'm introducing camera number two back here. I've got this display, this monitor display uh, with camera number two. So hopefully that's going to help you guys see some of the photos. I haven't even looked at all the photos here. So let's let's get ourselves together. Um, we're going to do a new segment, which is called In Other News. And in other news, um, recently the U.S. government has just released... Uh, information that they've been uh, hiding UFOs, and we have UFOs and aliens and stuff like that, and they've they've just released this information. So I don't know if it's the worldwide government that's talking about this or if it's just the U.S. government that's talking about this, but basically the U.S. government just came out and said that they uh, have, uh, have had UFOs in their possession since the 30s. So what's that, almost 90 years? So basically they've been lying to us and keeping secrets since the 30s. And so if you if you think about it, it's the U.S. government just uh, disclosed to the population that they've been lying. So the U.S. government said they've been lying. So what? guess what? Nobody fucking cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about these UFOs. We've already known it, you dumbass. Government people, we've... This isn't new news. Besides, guess what? Aliens are all interdimensional beings. They're like inside your brain. Oh, god damn it. Sorry about that. Gosh. Disaster. This is this is the hardest thing to do. Um uh aliens are just interdimensional beings which can enter our brains. They're probably here right now. They're probably in the room right now. I've probably just left and been abducted and taken away for 500 years and not even know about it. My own experience, it could be completely different than your experience, and it probably is. Um, you know, when it comes down to it, nothing's real, nothing matters. Uh, then again, you know, you you go to you go travel the world, or you go uh, to work. You're you paying your bills, and you're like, "Well, my bills are pretty real. Uh, my job is real. My kids are real." You know. You're looking at it in the wrong light, the incorrect lighting, okay? Now, my, okay, this is going to sound a little bit weird, but what I experience is obviously different than what you experience. And I don't even know if you're watching this right now, 
and really seeing what it actually is. I mean, I'm looking at this in a monitor. I'm, I'm looking at it. See, there's the camera. I'm looking at it in the monitor right now. I'm watching it. You guys could be watching the same thing, but your reality could be creating something completely different. I don't even know if anybody else exists on this earth. I could be the only person. Now, that's a super centrical perception of existence. However, we are the universe trapped. We are the universe, but we're trapped in these meat bodies. Okay. Now it's not our fault because we are human and we get to do, we get to experience the human experience. We get to be in it. God, I am on a freaking weird tangerino, buddy. This coffee is good, baby. Now, look, none of this matters. None of this matters. I, I'm on a I'm on a whole side rant. Listen, aliens, UFOs, this soft disclosure, this hard disclosure. Listen, you can't believe anything that the news media or the government is even telling you because they're not even real. They're not real people. The Senate, Congress, our president, give me a break. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Give me a break, okay? Everyone is regarded. Now, I don't believe a darn word that anybody says ever, so you shouldn't believe a gosh darn word that I say ever. Now, we, we're going to get into the Iceland stuff. We're... we're we're on a, it was just a side tange. What else is going on in the world? Uh, aliens, UFOs. Um, yeah, that's pretty much about it. Nothing's real. All right. Talk to you later. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. All righty then. We are going to start talking about the good stuff. And let's just uh, let's set the mood here, okay? We're going to set the mood here. I need to relax. I need to cool it. I need to cool my beans. Join me. Are you guys watching the video version on the YouTube? Are you listening to the audio version?
Relax. Gosh, Phantomos in the house. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, guys. Uh, thanks for your patience. We're getting our act together here. Let's um, let's get back into the Iceland groove. All right. All right. So now that I'm back in the States, I spent about five days in the land of fire and ice. Okay. Um, I met amazing, talented people, incredibly talented people. I had the best time of my life. It changed me. I am a different man. Now, one of the biggest things that I left with in my mind from this little trip. Okay, so I, don't, I, I don't take trips very often. I've been working for the last year and 10 months doing the real estate stuff. And I I dip out every once in a while. I dip low out, you know. I do a little uh, road trip here and there to the coast. Uh, I, you know, I went to, you know, I, I do a little do little things, odds and ends here. But at the same time, I'm still working. I'm still plugged in when I'm on those little miniature trips. But this was the first time I did an out there trip, all right? I actually took days off and did not do real estate stuff. Okay, I didn't answer emails, phone calls, texts. I blocked it all out and I was just gone. So the biggest takeaway mentally was this trip helped me realize what's actually important in my life. It helped me realize like what I need to do, what I like things I need to cut out. It helped me realize like what I what's important, right? Like uh, what I should be focusing on. Um, this podcast, maybe I can do this podcast, but yo, I need to figure stuff out. I need to get dialed. I'm always going to be working on this. This is going to be taking hours out of my day if I want to keep this going, but it's, it's a great little medium that I can communicate with people because, uh, this is also part of my realization. You know, I realize what's important. I realize what I need to do. And part of that is, you know, cutting out some of the BS in my life, cutting out some of the stuff that's not going to get me to where I want to go, to where I want to be. And that might, you know, mostly just be, honestly, like, I don't, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but I don't, I'm not going to cut friends out of my life, but there's certain moments and uh, activities I just don't need to be participating in anymore. It's not bumping me forward to where I need to go. And I don't, I'm not trying to be mean, but I can, I'm still a nice guy. But I, I don't want to cut myself short anymore to, you know, help facilitate somebody else's happiness. Anybody else's happiness. I'm not trying to make anybody else happy, but me, I guess. You know what? This TV back here, it's freaking blue. I don't know if you guys can tell, but this fucking TV, freaking TV. I have a swearing problem. I know you've realized that now. I have a swearing problem. Um, This TV sucks. This is an LG, and this TV is a piece of crap. My dad gave this to me. I visited my dad on the 4th of July. And you know what dads do? They pawn off stuff. 
they pawned stuff off on you, and he gave me this TV, and he didn't tell me that it was a piece of shit. It's blue. It's freaking blue. I don't know if you guys can tell. Actually, on my monitor, it looks white. My monitor is compromising and making it look fucking just fine. But when I'm here in real life, it's blue. Everything on this screen is freaking blue, and it sucks. So I'm angry about that. Now I'm going to have to go to Best Buy and spend another $750 on a freaking TV. Anyways, that's that. So that's the only thing new in the studio is this this freaking TV. That's what I did today. I just I swapped out the TV. I set up my stuff. This is the first time I've been back in the studio since I got I've been home. I haven't recorded any music, but we're recording a pod. That's what this is called, a pod. And uh yeah, you know, it's a lot of work. There's a lot of work to do all this stuff. Does it look easy? Does it look simple? Probably. I don't know. Is this in the way? Is this in the way? Look at this huge cup. This huge, huge old ass cup of water. Jesus. So you guys can obviously tell I have no uh, system here. I'm just winging it. I'm a weirdo. All right. Not the same thing is showing you the inside of my brain. All right. So we're just going with it. We're winging it. There's no plot. There's no program here. Um, I'm a mess. Okay. Um, I've got, I've got no storyboard. I've got zero notes. I'm just winging it. Okay. Just winging it. I wanted to read you guys something. Uh, my friend Mish, Mish, Michelle Mishuno, she wrote something on her Instagram story. And uh, she's one of the individuals I went to Iceland with, her and her boyfriend, Hollis. I've been friends with Hollis for a number of years. We've, we've, t- we've spoken about him on the show. His name's been brought up back in episode one. And uh, yeah, so they invited me um, probably... 16 days ago, maybe 17 days ago, Hollis hit me up and said, hey, you want to go to Iceland? And it's just one a random text. Yo, you want to go to Iceland? You know, who's going to, what What do you, how, 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 how many people just invite you to Iceland? Just say, say yeah, dude, you want to go? And, you know, I thought about it for about 18 hours and I said, yes, bought a ticket and made it happen. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what the trip was going to be like. I did not know what we were going to do. Um, I just knew that we were going to see a volcano. That was the idea of this trip. Um, We were going to Iceland to go see a volcano. Little did I know it was going to be so much more than that. Um, So anyways, I wanted to read what she wrote on her story. And it says this. Um, It says, I've realized this trip that we travel to Iceland to get away from the bullshit in the USA. It feels like how life should be lived here. The people, the food, the scenery, it's all so healing and different in so many ways. I couldn't begin to explain. This is facts, bro. This is mother effing facts, bro. I'm going to try to explain this to you. Again, trigger warning. If you don't want to hear about Iceland, Turn off the show. Turn off your radio. Turn off your brain. Go and get insane. Do what's something else with your friend, oh, man. Get out of here, all right? Because I'm just going to be talking about Iceland. This is the Iceland episode. Woo! 
This is the Iceland show. Gosh damn it. I had no idea how dope Iceland was. Now I do. Now I do know. It is hard to explain because you had to be there. So you have to experience it. And I've been working so hard. I'm always constantly working, which is cool. It's fine. The work that I've done in the past few years is what's helped facilitate this trip. I could have not gone. I could have easily just said no. I could have, I could have come up with excuses and said, nah, blah, blah, blah. I got to work. Blah, blah, blah. I can't get away. Blah, blah, blah. Too short notice. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. But no, this was an opportunity that I had to seize and grab it and take it and just fucking say yes, you know, just go for it. Do it. So anyways, got invited on the trip, said yes. I had Hollis and Meech, <laughs> Meech, Hollis and Meech kind of coach me through all the steps along the way because they go there all the time. You know, they've been there, I think Hollis have, has been there like maybe eight times and this was Michelle's seventh time. So this was my first time. So I needed tips and advice on how to get the tickets, uh, what to bring, you know what I'm saying? Because the weather is pretty crazy over there and different. You need to be prepared for all situations. So it was much easier than I thought. You know, I was a bit, I don't know, not worried, but I just didn't know what to expect. So now I do know. And uh, so, yeah, I went to REI, bought some camping gear, got like a new jacket, uh, hiking pants. I got some shoes, um, a little tent. You know, I brought all this stuff um, just in case we needed it. Uh, the tent, you know, saying just in case we needed it. Sleeping bag, you know, just in case. Um, so anyways, uh, just getting prepared for the trip. Um, there was like a one week countdown. And then finally the day of travel came up. And I was ready. I uh, locked up the house, t- left the TV on. That's kind of my security at home. You leave the TV on. You turn some lights on and yeah. I like to make my house look like somebody's living here, like constantly all the time. There's a car parked in the front. I went over and talked to my neighbors to the left, went over and talked to my neighbors on the right. Neither of them, neither of them were home. So uh, they both have the blink home security thing. So I like rang the doorbell. And I basically just spoke into their doorbell and left them a video message. Hopefully they got it. Just told them I was going to be gone for a week. Um, you know, in case my house catches fire, go over there and whoosh, throw a bucket of water on there or something. You know. Um, anyways, I uh, drove myself to the airport. Parked my car at the uh, one of those shuttle parking lots. I think it's called the parking jet, maybe. Don't know. Uh, but anyways, parked there. I like airports. I like traveling. I like the whole effort that it takes and the motions you go through with your suitcases, your carry-ons, airport. It's dope. So once I got to the airport, um, I get in line for the Icelandic air check-in so I can drop off my bags. And I'm standing next to a guy who has a guitar case. So easily, I'm just going to ask him, Yo, you got a guitar in there, eh? And he's like, yeah, going to Germany, playing a fucking metal festival. I was like, oh, sick, dude. 
I was like, what kind of guitar do you got in there? He's like, oh, it's a Jackson. I was like, ah, oh, sick, dude. My buddy, um, when I was a kid, my buddy had a Jackson Dinky Reverse. And he was like, yeah, dude, this that's exactly what it is. It's a Dinky Reverse. Nice. All right. And I was like, cool, man. Tell me more about this festival you guys are playing. Uh, and he's like, yeah, it's like some kind of like death metal festival in Germany. And, uh, you know, they you fly to Iceland and you stay on the plane and then you hit up Germany. So he, he plays in a band called Coven, C-O-V-E-N. Um, they're from Mount Lake Terrace. And so, well, first thing I noticed when you're at the airport and you're traveling like abroad, you're like uh, traveling to a different country outside of North America. It's so much easier to talk to people because it's exciting to hear where somebody's going. Uh, instead of, you know, you fly to Vegas or New York or California. It's like, who gives a shit? Like, who cares? You don't really make friends. Like, I don't know. I felt like I bonded with people right away. You know, I had this positive mindset. I was like super stoked to just be traveling to Iceland. You know, it was like completely different for me. And it's it's just exciting to, you know, chat with people like, oh, hey, where are you going? Oh, are you, where are you going? Like, you know, I met some girl who was going to freaking, I think she was going to Frankfurt or Germany. It's cool. Uh, it's just fun and easy to talk to people. So that was the first thing I noticed. That was cool. Um, anyways, uh, get on the plane. Seven and a half hour flight. Uh, mostly. Oh, gosh. The flight was fucking sick, dude. So um, let's see. The flight left at, what time did it leave? Um, maybe about 7.30, I think 7.30, so it was a little bit late, so maybe we actually took off at like 8 o'clock, and this is golden hour, and it was a beautiful night, beautiful evening, a beautiful summer evening, and we, you fly north, so you take off from Seattle, from SeaTac, then you take off north, and you basically go like a straight shot up into Canada. Um, you get a little bit east, so you're not really flying over Vancouver. You're just a little bit east of Vancouver, so you hit some mountain ranges. But anyways, dude, flying over north, northern Washington, the Cascades at sunset was freaking spectacular. My face, my head was just right up against the window looking at the scenery. The mountains, uh, north Cascades, little glacier lakes, little snow cap tops of mountains. It was freaking beautiful. And then once you get to the Canada area, you start to turn. And then in like an hour or two later, you're flying over. You're just flying over Canada. And there's so many mountain ranges over Canada or in Canada. And we ended up flying over, what's it called? Banff. Banff. Okay. B-A-N-F-F. Nice name, by the way. Banff. Uh, that place, I flew over it, and it freaking looked amazing. Freaking looked freaking top-notch, dude. Top-notch, buddy. Uh, so, anyways, the flight was great. Off to a great start already, okay? The flight was killer. Um, and then once we got to the East Coast and beyond, it was pretty much cloudy. And cloudy once we were flying over Greenland, and cloudy, you know, once you were starting to approach Iceland, but once you dip down, once you dip down and you're about to land, then I could see Iceland. I could see the land of fire and ice. And then, I don't know, I just got excited. I felt different. I had, I just felt a different energy. I was just super stoked, man. It was just so exciting to be meeting my friends in a different country 
And I just knew I was going to have the time of my life. I just knew it. I knew something special was going to happen here. I didn't know what. I did not know what to expect, but I just felt something very exciting and very special was about to take place over these next few days. So I land in the uh, Keflavik uh, airport and get my luggage. And then I go over to the blue car rental spot and I get my rental car. And then I hit up Hollis and I was like, yo, boy, got the car, got the rig. They had just landed about two hours prior. So they were already in a in, in the city of Reykjavik. And that's where I was heading. So you land in, Kef, get the rental car. Reykjavik is about 45-minute drive. And so I start heading to Reyk. And at this time, at this point, it's 9.30 in the morning. All right. So I left at 7.30 at night, Seattle time. I arrive in Kef at 9.30. All right. Seven-hour difference. In the time zones, seven hours ahead. So you're basically traveling in time. You're like skipping, you're skipping a whole night. Yeah, I skipped a whole freaking night. So technically, this first day and a half, I was awake for 36 hours. Congratulations. Catch me outside. How about that? Um, so I finally get to rake. Uh, I meet up with Rick. Uh, Hollis and Mish, uh, they told me to go park in this parking garage. Now that I understand what Reykjavik is like, I, I remember the lay of the land. So I know now I know I'm going back to freaking Iceland, yo. All right? I am freaking going back. I'm hooked. So anyways, uh, we get to Rake. I meet up. Um, I get to the parking garage. Hollis and Mish are, like, sitting at a table. So they see me pull up just before I get into this parking garage. And they, they fucking just walk up to my car and uh, just say what's up and had a little friendly exchange. They hopped in. They hopped into my car and we just parked in the garage um, next to where they were. So, uh, yeah, so we met up. Fucking high fives. Um, welcome to Iceland. Here we go. Let's do this. Um, so I guess we got some food, uh, coffee. I think I got a green juice, and we just hung out in Reykjavik, Reykjavik for a couple hours. Uh, I think we had a hotel there. Yeah, we did. We stayed at the Alva, the Alva Hotel first night, so we checked in there. Um, maybe before that, we met up with Hollow Sun, this kid named Danny. A uh, crazy, fucking sick, awesome photographer named Danny. So this is when it started to hit me that like, oh, there's other photographers we're going to meet up with and people we're going to see. Now, look, I didn't know what to expect on this trip. I didn't know what we were going to do. And one thing I didn't expect was to meet a bunch of photographers because Iceland is a photographer city photographer it's a photography freaking city dude it's a photographer everybody there is like a creative person you know what i'm saying uh i guess you know what i mean like photography is really huge it's a beautiful country so obviously like landscape photography is really huge um so danny was the first person we met and then 
I think he was the first person. Maybe not. Um, we went to the DJI store. DJI, you know, the drone company. Went to the DJI store, and we met Hoarder. We met a, a young gentleman named Hoarder. Now, I didn't know who he was when I met him. I just thought he was some kid that works at the DJI store. Uh, turns out he's one of the dudes that gets the most killer freaking footage of volcanoes and landscapes. And, uh, you know, he works with, like, the scientists and volcanologists and stuff to help them monitor um, the volcano activity, you know, using their drones. So, obviously, he's hanging out there all the time and getting killer footage oh of his uh of the volcano so yeah we met him awesome and we went to the store and that's when the kid danny showed up hollow sun he showed up met him i think we went and got a bite to eat and then another kid shows up named florian florian's another young gentleman super awesome dude i think he lives in north Iceland. Um, met this guy. Um, let's see. I'll try and show you a photo of everybody. Uh, you should watch the video version today. Okay, folks. Because there's... I'm going to show you some pics. Some pics and things. Um, where is day one? Okay, that's not it. What's that? Um, helicopter. Where's all the boys and girls? Can you guys see that? There's Florian, Hollis. This is, uh, some restaurant we ate at. This is the, this is the place where we, what I'm talking about. We got some coffee and food at this place right here. Mish, um, Danny. I did take a photo. Oh, here it is. Here's a photo of all the kids. So if you guys can see that, can you see that? Zoom in on that shit. So yeah, there's Florian, Hollis, Mish, and Danny. And we're chilling right there downtown Reykjavik. Um, we got some food. I, oh, so let's see. I think I got Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the restaurant. Killer coffee. Had a salmon bagel. We're just chilling, kicking it, Ellen. Okay. You dig? So, yeah, that was the restaurant. Um, I don't know why all my... Wait a minute. I'm kind of confused because we did do the helicopter ride. July 20th at 9.17. So this was July 21st. Maybe it was the next day. Okay. I'm starting to get a little confused. Um, starting to get a little confused. I don't know what's going on in this order of stuff here. Um, it shows that we did the helicopter ride before we met up with them kids. I don't know if that's true or not, dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's messed up here. So we didn't, we met up with those kids. That was first day. That was day one. And then we did a helicopter adventure over the volcano. Super sick. All right. I'll show you some of the footage here. 
Can you see that? Helicopter. Lit Litley Schroeder Volcano Eruption Site. Um, excellent. I think I took a selfie with some homies. Yeah, that sounds like shit. Sorry. But yeah, that's the volcano site. Flying over a volcano. Unreal. Super sick. Super crazy. Helicopter rides are just dope in general. Um, this is us getting off the helicopter. Oh, yeah. Mish flew the pilot. She, like, drove the pilot. Flew the pilot. She fucking flew the helicopter. She took reins of the uh, controller stick. That was sick. It was her birthday. July 20th. Happy birthday, Mish. What an incredible freaking day. Helicopter. Helicopter. Hella fucking rad. Took a selfie with the broads. You know, sorry. We don't call girls broads anymore, all right? So I get that from my dad. Um, Who are these girls? I think one of them's name is Saru. That's the only one I remember. I remember her. They're both from Spain, I think. I think these gals are from Spain. So they were in our helicopter ride. Now, originally we showed up and we thought that the helicopter ride was just going to be for us, you know, just the three of us. And they ended up tagging in somehow. Um, we were kind of bummed about that at first, but oh well. Helicopter rides are uh, an incredible experience. So these were two people that rode with us. Um, Saru, and then I forgot her name, but we're excited. Being in a helicopter is so much fucking fun. And there's a shot of me and Hollis. Look how excited these boys are. Look at them boys. Them boys. We so excited. Them boys. Yeah, so that was Mish's, Mish's, Mish's birthday. There she is in the front. I think I got footy of her flying it. Oh, well, we'll show you guys later. Yeah, that's it. Oh, my gosh. What happened? Oh, my gosh. I lost everything. Okay. All right. So, helicopter ride. Was that? Yeah, that was day one. Holy frick. All right. So, look. I left Seattle on July 19th, 7.30. I got to Reykjavik, 9.30 a.m. on July 20th. Yeah. So, that was Michelle's birthday. And that was the day we flew in the helicopter. That was day one. Nice job. So, helicopter, I guess that's us walking up to the heli. Oh, nice. Quickie. Um, yeah, so the helicopter was sick. Saw the volcano. And uh, that's our pilot right there. I think his name was Jan. Really good pilot. Super friendly guy. Very nice. Uh, good pilot. He was just super, he just navigated and flew the helicopter like really good. He was cool. He did a couple trick maneuvers where he like, Vroom, like shot us up like super fast kind of thing that makes your stomach move anyway shout out to yawn he was dope yeah dude take one last look there take one more look that's us flying in the helicopter 
over the Litley Hooter volcano site. Incredible sight to see from the sky. And here's us at the Cronin grocery store stocking up on food and snacks. I ate so much food and snacks on this trip. Anyways, nerds. What else we got? So, yeah. Did this, did that. Um, we also stopped at a swap meet right then and there when we ate lunch with Danny and Florian. We stopped at a swap meet. I bought this bracelet for myself. This one. It's got the volcano rock and something. What is it? Okay, so it's Aqua Marina. So I've got some Aqua Marina here, Aqua Marina gems on my wrist. And what that means is give the power to express and say what we really think without fear, without reservations. Give courage to express an opinion and express our feelings. And for curing sore throats and balancing the thyroid gland. All right, there you go. Shout outs. I bought a few more bracelets as gifts. Um, got one from my friend Jessica, the Amethyst, and then I got one from my mom, the Jade. I got her a Jade one. And then I bought another one, but I didn't film the, I didn't take a photo of the uh, meaning. Anyways, guys, so that was day one. Went back to the hotel, Hotel Alva. Um, got some rest, recharged our batteries, uh, literally, you know what I'm saying? Like, like our, our camera batteries, recharged our camera batteries as well as our bodies, you know? And then the next day we set forth and went on a, an adventure on these, uh, crazy dirt roads. I guess it might be considered kind of the highlands. I'm not quite sure, but we just drove deep, deep, deep on these F roads and it was crazy. Like, the rock formations just got freaking crazier and crazier. Rocking out. Huge rocks, boulders, mountains, hills. Vast, vast areas of nothingness. Okay. So, we get to a spot, and we're about to drone, do some photos. It was just nonstop droning and photos. Huge, huge, huge. Um... Droning. Yeah, let's see. Windy as F. That's just a little... I don't know what this area is called, but it's freaking huge. Yeah, dog. Um, yeah, I don't know what that place is called. I forgot. But it was pretty dope. Just huge... Big old, I guess it was pretty close to the, it was kind of close to the volcano site. I don't know. I guess it was just sort of like, probably like a couple of miles away. Um, anywho, so day two, there was an event. Um, it was a Chris Burkhard gallery. It was the Kofi gallery. Kofi gallery. All right. So Chris Burkhard. Burkhard. And honestly, honestly, Loki, I just learned about the guy. Like, I just learned about him, like, on this trip. And I did not know I was going to his gallery. Now, this is where stuff got even more interesting. Because 
this gallery had maybe 28 different artists, um, photographers who submitted their art to this gallery. So little, little did I know this was where I was going to meet. I was going to start to be introduced to like a bunch of different creators, creators, uh, one of which was this young fella named Elliot. That is life with Elliot. Him and I had the same jacket on. We both had the same jacket. So it was easy to introduce myself to him and say, what up, dog? We're wearing the same jacket. That was kind of funny. And I think he has a YouTube channel. Um, we haven't, I haven't looked that up yet. Should I look it up? Let's YouTube this boy. YouTube, son. Let's look up life with Elliot. How do you spell Elliot? How many L's are in Elliot? How many L's and T's? Nice work. Okay. Oh, Elliot Chow. Elliot Chow, my dude. He definitely is like a vlogger, like a travel vlogger. So I don't think... Well, he did upload something five days ago. Um. Anyways, Life with Elliot. Go check him out. Nice kid. Real nice kid. Um, I also met a guy named uh, Davidos. Davidos. I I introduced myself to so many people. Like, I'm kind of introverted for the most part, but I was so excited to be there. I was introducing myself to everybody. I was just I was like I was talkative, man. I was like talking to so many people, and it's funny because like. I would introduce myself to somebody. We'd be jamming. We'd be talking for a minute. And I would ask them, like, what their Instagram was. I was like, yo, 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 what's your Instagram? And turns out I was already following them for the most part. Um, anyways. So, yeah. Uh, this freaking Kofi Gallery was super sick. Um, Chris Burkard, uh, incredible photographer. Um, go look him up, dude. Chris Burkard. B-U-R-K-A-R-D. I didn't talk to him. I saw him. I didn't even know if it was him or not, but I guess I figured things out. Like I said, I'm brand new. Like, I didn't know what to expect. I'm freaking brand new. Anyways, I skipped some parts here. Okay, so that night when we went to this uh, Ko-Fi Gallery. Am I saying that right? I don't know. Ko-Fi Gallery, Ko-Fi Gallery. Anyways... We met up with some folks. I think it was Danny. Anyways, he brought a couple. There was a couple of girls in the group. Um, I forgot. Okay, so there was this dude named Kevin. He has an Instagram, Kevin Pages. And his wife brought a friend. Her name was Katarina. And she was cool. I was kind of hanging out and talking to them for a hot minute, telling them some stories. Um, we ate food in this building next to the gallery where the gallery was. The gallery was in this, I guess it was just a gallery room. It's just like a photo room. So that's where the event was. But it was connected to like this underground, 
not underground, but it was below apartments. You know how there's apartment buildings and then there's like, you know, underground. So like this, gosh, how do I explain it? It's like, it's like a mall uh, food court, but it's like nice restaurants. So it's, the idea is, you know, if you're going out to eat with people and you can't decide what you want to eat together, you have a plethora of options and then you can just sit in the middle and eat your food. So you can get pizza, pizza, you can get, uh, what's it called? Poke. That's what I got. I got a poke bowl. Um, dude, there was, I think there was a ramen spot. Probably get sushi. Um, I don't know, man. There was like so many different types of food and the food was amazing. The food was, all the food I ate was so good. So, uh, anyways, yeah, that, that night was freaking awesome. That night was so cool. Every night was awesome. Every single day of this trip basically was just got better. There wasn't a bummer moment or bummer day, like, at all. So let's see. Um, after this event, I don't know what we did. I think we went to this other Airbnb. So from the looks of it. We went to an Airbnb. This is what it was. It was uh, this little kind of cabin-ass little house out in the woods. It was in a geothermal kind of area. So you saw all these geothermals actions going on. This this all might be out of order. I don't know if this is like hella in order here. I want to show you the geothermals. Can you see that action? See that? See that little steam coming out of the ground? Yeah, there's geothermal activity all over the place. All over the place are these geothermal actions. So we were in that area, and there, it was all over the place. It's just totally normal. And that's also how they heat their water. None of these homes, I don't think these homes have water heaters. They just use the geothermal heat to like heat their water almost as if like they have the the geothermal running acting as like a radiator to provide you warm water iceland is an amazing place there's so many amazing things about this place um let's see i'll show you my room okay look 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 this is what the airbnb looked like it was just a nice little cute grandma cabin that's what it was like it had grandma cabin vibes um, pretty cute, pretty cool. I'll show you my room. Where I stayed was this room right here. That was my bed. That was my bed. That was my bed. That was my room. Um, sleeping, very important in Iceland. So the next day we were in Selfoss. And I had this freaking killer. This was like a club sandwich. Now, I don't know if you can see. It's on some kind of crazy bread. Maybe they call it brioche. I don't know. But it's like a fried chicken. Fried chicken. There's some cheese, bacon, lettuce, tomato. Bomb. Bomb AF, my bro. Uh, this looks like Mish had a burger. Some kind of burger here with a salad. We had coffee. That looks like a crazy burger. Freaking looks good, boy. Looks like Hollis had the same thing. Okay. Look, 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 look. David Oss. This is David Oss, dude. 
All right. David Oss is a character. David Oss is a freaking character, bro. He joined us at uh, lunch in Selfoss. And this is the day we went to the volcano. So we actually hiked to the volcano. And that little clip right there was David Oss running back to the car to get his phone because he forgot his phone in the car. So he had to go run back and get it, dude. Character. This guy's a freaking character. Um, here's a clip of the parking lot. Uh, there was probably like two full parking lots. This was a Saturday, pretty sure. So it was pretty busy. But it was a good day to go to the volcano. So that's us just before the hike. Here's a little selfie of us excited. Look at those excited kids, man. Yeah, we're about to go look at a fucking volcano, my guy. Super excited. Um, that hike was crazy. That hike was super long, but pretty fun. And so once we approached, you know, you know, like a mile or two in, we got to the oh the the volcano, some of the volcano rocks from twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one. I don't know. It was like maybe last year's volcano. David Oss throwing a rock. Super fun. Nice moves. Uh, anyways, hikes. Dude, this hike was a bitch. Helicopter tours. So, what else? Yeah. Yeah, dude. See, I think Hollis and Mish, like, they knew a bunch of these people that I got introduced to, but I didn't know who they were or I didn't know we were going to, I was going to meet them. So meeting a lot of these photographers and drone pilots and the FPV guys, like, I didn't expect, I did not know I was going to meet these people, but I'm so glad I did because, you know, like I said, there were so many talented individuals and creators that I had the pleasure of meeting and spending time with and hanging out with them. Here's a badass fucking uh, piece of lava from probably the 2021, two, but could be two years ago. I think it was two years ago. Ah! Damn, what is it? How long have I been fucking filming? I don't know. Anyways. So, anyways, that's the volcano. So, um, walking up to the volcano, uh, Litli Hooter. So, uh, yeah, once we got there, unbelievable. Once we actually showed up, once we actually approached the volcano scene, like, we came around the corner of this hill along this trail. And the first thing I saw was a bride and a groom getting some like wedding photos done right in front of the volcano. That's was pretty cool. And then, yeah, dude, we saw the freaking volcano and it was an unbelievable sight. I was like, see, look, you can see the bride and groom on this one. I think, Oh, yeah. See, you know, I was so stoked to see a volcano, dude, an active volcano in real life, in real life person. Oh, man. 
so freaking cool, dude. Yeah, see, there's the bride and groom getting photos done. Dude, right in front of the volcano. They probably should have waited till later when the lighting was better. Dude! So stunning to see a freaking volcano. My mind was blown! This is the live streaming cam. Way up on the hill. Can't tell, but I'm way up on the hill. Out of breath. That's the live streaming cam. And that's me, chilling. iPhone cam. Volcano. Stunning! Holy crap, you cannot take your eyes off of this freaking thing, dude. It, you cannot take your eyes off of it. The lava, the active volcano, the molten lava. It was a sight to see, my friends. It was a sight to see. I don't know if I've seen anything cooler. I don't know if there is anything cooler to see. Dude, unreal, unbelievable, amazing. I sent this video to a few of my friends when I was there in this moment just to kind of show them, like, my perspective, my view, and what I was doing. Unreal. Unreal. Active volcano. Chilling, bro. Chilling, bro. And then I met some FPV drone boys. One of them right here, this young kid, young gentleman. I believe his name is, like, Savanish. I don't know. I couldn't pronounce his name, and he he was just like, yeah, whatever, call me Noodle. Uh, but I think his name is Svanish. I don't know if that's the right pronunciation. S-V-A-N. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Kid was crazy, though. Flying his FPV. Like, dude, the footy he got is fucking nuts. Let's show you guys. I'll show you right now, right quick. On Insta. On IG, man. Hey, man. We're going to look at the IG, man. Right there, bitch. Look at this kid. Flying through the lava. Can you see that? Crazy, dog. Look at that shit. Unreal. Fucking first person viewer. Right so close to the lava, bro. Like, how does he not get hit? Got the fucking hill back there. So sick. So. Like, I was literally standing next to these dudes watching them get this footy. And uh, I'll show you another guy. So, if you want to follow this fool, his name is S-V-A-N-U-R-F-P-V, all right? Svaner F-P-V, S-V-A-N-U-R-F-P-V, that's his Instagram. So, Peep Steez on that action, and then I also met Pepe, the homie Pepe. He was fucking badass. Yeah, dude. Killer fucking footy. Oh, what the hell? Iceland Volcano. Flights are booked. Yeah, dude. Look at these guys flying right over that bitch. Oh! Oh! Dude, it gives me the willies. Okay. Look. So that's the lava river, right? 
Homeboy was literally down in there. Watch this. He's in there. He's in there. He's underneath, dude. That is skill. That is professional skill, my guy. I was blown away. He showed me that footage. And then he's like, he's like, the first thing he says, he's like, I think I can get closer. Dude, unfucking real. So you better be watching the video version because I'm just showing you guys these Instagram clips. And then who was the other guy I met named Muno? Okay, so Muno and Pepe, both from Ireland, I believe. Dublin. Yeah, I think these guys are both from Dub. Yeah, that's him. That's Muno. So good. So good. With the FPVs. These guys are mad skilled. So I'm legit... I was so inspired to watch these guys do their thing. You know, you know what I'm you know what I'm saying? You remember earlier in this episode when I was talking about how like this trip helped me figure out what's important? It helped me figure out what I want to do. I'm the type of character who like I get inspired. I draw inspiration from so many different things and I want to do that, you know? And I thought about it. Part of it is because you know, as a 42-year-old man, I don't have any kids. You know what I'm saying? I don't have kids yet. So I, it's part of my duty to, like, do what I want. It's part of my job right now to do as much as I possibly can while I still have this time. You know what I'm saying? Because sooner or later, I'm going to start a family. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's just, that's just what it is. It's, it's part of my duty. It's part of my job as a human here on this earth to be a positive role model for the youth. And I want to bring life and offspring into this world that I just want to do it. So, so for now, um, for now I'm just doing what I want to do creatively. Uh, um, with photography and music, the podcast, the FPV drones. Um, okay, okay. I got to go back to my photos here because this is sort of like my journal, my my diary. This is sort of the log. Okay, so, 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 All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. This trip, it really taught me, like, what I need to be doing, what I need to be focusing on. And, you know, I could go spend four grand on a Mavic Pro 3, like a, a normal drone, but it's a super sick drone. But I want to go in the FPV direction. I want to learn how to do the first-person viewer shit. So I've already got the simulator. I ordered some goggles and a remote. So I am moving in that direction. So by the time I get back in Iceland, January, late January, early Feb, I'm going to be doing the FPV. That's what's up, dog. So, all right. So, um, day one. Helicopter, volcano. Day two. Actual volcano, I think. Now, day three. What is day three? Um, somehow, I think we made it back to Reykjavik. Reykjavik, back to Salfoss. Oh, 
Okay. So we were driving over a little river. Um, and oh, we went to these little fields. What are those flowers called? I forgot. Forgot, forgot, forgot. But basically it looks like this. That's where we ended up. Okay, can't see that shit. Stupid. Anyways, all these flowers. Um, Meech and Hollis did some shooting. Probably for a brand or something. Um, but it was awesome. Flew some drones. I think we saw... What's it called? Uh, river braids. I think we got some river braid footage that day. So, 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 so. All right. And then we went to... Freaking, we drove out into the middle of nowhere and we went and stayed at one of these like Blue Lagoon style, like I think it's a Blue Lagoon sister company uh, where this hotel is. I had a super sick view. Let's see if I can find a better. Um, okay, here's like a video tour. Room tour. Room tour. Check it out. Can you see? Crazy view. The sicky, sicky view, boys. Yep. Super sick. Center of everywhere. Middle of nowhere. Center of everywhere. Um, Bloody amazing. Bloody brilliant. Sometimes I take the spray paint. Oh, yeah, dude. As if I were made of gold. We were getting goofy. You know, the lack of sleep really got us. <laughs> Apple! That became the secret word. Okay, so... Uh, Mish has this crazy, funny uh, Sasquatch walk. She did a Sasquatch walk. Hall's got a photo of it. Check this one out. So good. We were getting goofy, man. I swear to God. Lack of sleep. We were just getting goofballed up. Dude, so good. Yeah, dog. Oh, man. We had a blast. Here's a view of the little hotel. Funny. So I wish I knew what that was called, but I don't. Uh, it was freaking awesome. And so uh, wherever we were, right up the hill was a, a different place. And that place looked like this. I don't know what it's called. I'm going to have to get my act together and find out what that place is called. 
But the hills... Okay, so look. Wherever we were, this place is um, formed... Because it was covered in snow, and there was, like, volcanic activity underneath the snow that formed these hills. And there's all these geothermal freaking things. Hella geothermal activity right there. And a little river. There's Mish. This is a pretty cool video, actually. This is a pretty dope vid. I should send that to them. Man, I've got so many photos. I haven't even looked at all my photos yet. Like, I'm all over the place. If you guys have turned on this, off this episode, I don't blame you. Bros... Freaking so much awesome shite. Let's see. Breaking news. We have a weather report from Iceland. It is a little bit foggy. And what do you guys think about the weather? I ain't got the eggs. <laughs> yeah. That video had me rolling, dude. I was dying. Michelle, welcome backwards. Yeah, dude. Just peep steez. Peep steez if you must. Look. Can you see? Yeah, crazy shit, dog. Um, this is where we ran into Sam Oblamo, the astronaut guy, and Laura, Laura May Abracadabra. So there's this girl, Laura, that we met. She is a freaking, what do you call it? A, a spaceologist, a solar studying smart person what do you call those people that study space and the stars an astrophysicist i think she's like an astrophysicist or something she's like a scientist she's an artist i think she's a musician she works in la at the griffin is it griffin or griffith observatory i think it's griffith i don't know you know what i'm talking about the observatory that's where she works intelligent girl I met her at the event, the Chris Picard, just started talking to her. And within the first few minutes, she's like giving me her credentials and talking about like what she's done and what she's all about. And I'm just, I'm just like, <gasps> say less, fam. I've got so many questions for you, bro. And she's a super smart girl. You know, I can't wait to uh, continue a friendship with someone like this because I'm just blown away by... People that know so much and they're like so genuinely passionate about Earth and life and space and stars and stuff. And, you know, she also happens to be a, a woman, a female, like a smart chick. And, uh, you know, I met so many incredible people, boys and girls. And I'm so pumped that I met these people, man. This is like so inspiring. I bonded with so many people about photography and life and the world, landscape, photography, video, drones. Like, Iceland was full of, like, my people. This is why I was so excited to be there. I, I could talk to anybody. I could bond with almost everybody out there, dude. And I, 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 un unfortunately, I kind of don't feel that way here in the States. Now, look, I do have, like, a solid friend group, you know, people that are close to me in my life that I consider family, and I wouldn't be the person who I am today right now in this very moment if it wasn't for certain people in my life. Um, and I'm very grateful to have those people in my life. So, with that being said, it, it's half and half, you know what I mean? Like, 
I've got family, a tight knit friend group out here. But at the same time, you know, like my life out here, for some reason, it really lacks like those creative partnerships, you know? I think that's why, you know, I've bonded with Hollis over the last few years because when I met him, it was it was finally like, damn, like finally, like a creative person that inspires me, someone that's funny, cool, and I can hang out with and bond with and like we have like a vibe. And I think that's why him and I got along so so well is because we had that common interest of photography and creativity and, you know, art, essentially. And there's not a lot of people. I mean, there's a shitload of photographers in Seattle. There's a shitload of artists in Seattle. But to be honest with you, they're all fucking weird, bro. They're all fucking weirdos, man. Like, they're not cool. It's it's rare to find some fucking cool people. They're all clowns. I'm a photographer. I'm a photographer. I'm a photographer. Shut up. But, dude, Iceland, meeting all these people. I mean, these are these folks from, like, around the world. Um, It was just so cool to be, like, I'm telling you, man, like, I just, I'm buzzing. I'm, like, buzzing with inspiration from these relationships that I built with people. You know what? Like, I'm telling you, for, like, the, the first time in my life, like, even just staying in communication with these people on Instagram, like, it sounds weird, might even sound kind of gay, but I, I found, like, I finally, I finally realized what it's like to, like, have a community online, you know? Like, these are my friends now, and I feel connected to these people. They're not just strangers. They're not just, like, a photographer that lives in a different country that I don't know. Now it's these people that I know. I know them. And I bonded with them. And we bonded with each other. And we had these moments next to a volcano. <coughs> Fam. So anyways, yeah. I gained, I gained a positive sense of community from this trip. And uh, it got me excited. Oh, you just got beamed, you fucking loser. You're a fucking loser. You just got... You just got beamed. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. So, where are we? Um, I don't know, but Domino's Pizza? Yeah. Domino's Pizza was the hit, dude. Domino's Pizza was really good. The food in Iceland was really freaking good. I had this savage-ass ice cream cone. The ice cream was like blueberry and vanilla swirl with cotton candy. Like... A, uh, some kind of cone, like a waffle cone, dipped in like pop rocks and this watermelon style freaking dip with some marshmallow freaking faces, dude. Like, come on, dude. Get right out of my city. That was in Selfoss. Okay. So, um, I saw some horses. We went and stayed in a different cottage hotel and on the way there was these horses there was a super low level fog it was like a farmland saw some horses 
I love horses. Hi, mister. Hi, mister. Yeah, horses are cool. Sick. Um. Oh, man. There were so many sick things, dude. I, I haven't even gone through all my shit. Hollis and I made this sick video, dude. We're fucking cool as shit, dog. We made this great little vid. Is this it? Dude, so the day, the day we were in that area with all those purple flowers, we drove through those rivers. So when I showed you that clip where Hollis was on top of the car, yeah, he was holding his phone and then he left his. So look, he was on top of the car taking photos of Mish, but he had set his phone down on the roof of the car. And he left it there. And then we drove away. We drove for hours on like bumpy gravel roads. And by the time we got to the uh, hotel, he realized he lost his phone. And he wasn't even mad about it. He was over it. He's like, whatever. Lost my phone. Who gives a shit? All right, that camera's fucking out. So whatever, we're going to have to deal with it. Um, then he realized that he left it on the roof of the car. And... He found it on the Find My Phone app. He found the location, which was just miles away uh, off the side of the freaking highway. So we, the next day, we drove back and we found it. So we made that funny video. Um, yeah, it was a good time. So what else, losers? Um, here's the... Little cottage. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Shit. You guys can't see shit. I'll, I'll play the cottage video. I'll just post it up right here. You can see the cottage video. Little tour. Little, that was the area. That was the, they rented themselves a jimmy. Um, let's see if I can actually show you guys. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, look, 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 look. How come everything's weird? All these videos are like out of order, bruh. Quick tour of the room. Looks like this. This is our cottage. Super small, three beds. By this time, my uh, power adapter had broken. Because in different countries, you can't just plug in, like, uh, 110 outlets. It's different. So power is different in Northern Europe. So you have to get these adapters. My adapter broke, like, day two. So I was shit out of luck. SOL. Um, SOL when it came to that. So, yeah, that was a groovy little cottage that we stayed in. I guess that was day four. So day five, I was leaving. And... 
When we left, we were here. This mountain video. This one, all right? That's the one we're watching. So look, we're cruising along South Iceland, and we're gonna go look at a waterfall and fly our drones. And this is where... Well, folks, this is what we call a lesson learned in the drone world. Where's your drone, right? Somewhere yonder. Somewhere yonder. I'm just going to leave it. You know? I don't need to bring it with me. Yep. I lost my drone. I lost my drone due to operation error. What an idiot. That was a Mavic 2. I lost it. Um, I was pretty far away from this waterfall. We were just on the street. Now, I could have saved it. I really could have saved it. But I didn't. Here's what happened. I was getting some sick footy of the waterfall. Oh. Okay, I'll play it for you. I'll play it for you right now. Watch. Here it is. So look, I'm getting sick footy of this waterfall. I'm doing the old backup shot, the old reverse shot, the old one-two, the old dirty doozy, the old Texas swapperoonie, the old tickety-tockety-wickety-woogity. And so I'm pulling out... <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I turn around, you know, flying the drone here. And um, I see the hill that's on the right-hand side right there. You see that? And then I'm, I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a turn and kind of cruise up the hill to get like a up-the-hill kind of shot because I saw some sheep up there. And so I get up there. I get around the corner. And then all of a sudden, the screen goes black. I lose reception. I lose connection. And I'm like, oh, shoot. So my first thought, for some reason, I normally don't think this. I normally don't hit the return to home button. But in this moment, I just kind of panicked and played it by ear and was just like, okay, let's just fucking return it to home. But my return to home settings were just, it was called like a straight path return to home. So wherever, the, wherever your drone is, wherever it's flying, it's just going to go straight back to your launch area. So here's the problem. There's a big freaking wall. Uh, there's a big wall in the way. So when it returned to home, it hit the wall, but it tumbled down. And when it tumbled down, it damaged the propeller. So when I was down at the uh, launch space, I ran down the road to where it can actually connect again, sort of. It actually connected. Oh, I'm not mad about it, but I'm mad about the fact that I could have saved it. I could have done better. Operation Error, Operation Ivy. So, returned home, hit a wall. I got connection again, but I couldn't start it. It just wouldn't, it failed to start. I couldn't freaking start the drone again. But I did get connection because I could see the screen. I could see like the live camera. It looked like it was just pointed at grass. And, uh, yeah, so. Oh, had to let that one go. I had to bite the bullet. I had to bite the big one on that one. This is it. Saying goodbye. Adios, brother. And this was my last moments with the friends. That's how I spent my last moments was uh, losing my drone. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't mad about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got two options when something like that happens to you. You can dwell on it and be bummed 
and get a negative attitude, or you can just fucking get over it, because who gives a shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, at least I still have, at least I have the volcano footage saved, some of the river braids saved, but the other stuff is just saved in the DJI app, so it's not going to be super high quality, but I still have, like, all the footy. I just lost a drone, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, I just chose to get over it, stay positive. Um, I was very thankful for just being on the trip, thankful for life, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, dude, I got arms and hands and stuff and I got like legs you know what I mean I got a lot to be thankful for you know I you could be bummed out about a million different things but not me son no sir so what else did I do I got I went to the 66 north store picked some up some jammers blue lagoon look I got this blue lagoon fucking What's it called? This is a Nourish and Enhance Glow. This is an algae mask. Yay! I got an algae mask. Nerd. Blue Lagoon. I got some of that shit. Um, yeah, dog. I picked up a sick fucking 66 North jacket and a little man purse. A little... Uh, a little... Th- uh, man purse. You know what I'm saying? A little pouch. Um, I spent an easy 500 on all that. And yeah, dude, the photos are sick. I got some flaky sea salt. That's sick. I learned about FPV drones. I got so many good photos. I haven't even looked at all my photos. They're all right here. Um, I honestly haven't even looked at all of them yet. Crazy, dude. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm going to still go through my photos. That's about it. That's about it. That was my trip to Iceland. Um, saw a volcano, ate some great food, made some friends, um, lost a drone. I saw incredible, incredible landscapes and visuals. Uh, no drugs, no alcohol involved. Um, completely sober. I've been sober for a month now. You know, completely clean and sober. No alcohol, no weed, no nothing. And uh, plan on keeping it that way. Um, just the mental clarity is real nice. So... Yeah, things are going good. I'm super stoked. I came back with like a whole new appreciation for life. A whole new appreciation for being creative. um, Keeping that creativity flowing. um, Knowing what's important to me. Knowing what I want to do. Um, And yeah. So I hope this was a digestible episode for you guys. If you listen to the audio version, that kind of sucks for you. Because you don't get to see, like, some of these videos that I just played. So go ahead and tap into the YouTube. Uh, Not the same thing on YouTube. This is the Iceland episode. Uh, Yeah. Thanks for listening, my guys and my girls. Um, There's really not much else to talk about. I don't really know, dude. This is just the Iceland episode. So if, 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 I don't know. Go, Go to my Instagram, Not Summers. There's some photos, stories, good shit. Peep it, check it, steeze it, steal it. No one cares. Um, I guess that's it, guys. It's 10.15. I'm going to get the hell out of here. Let's play some tunes. Let's send you out with a bang. Um, What are we going to listen to? More strokes? Yeah, why not, dude? Not the same anymore. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Once again... 
yeah, go check out the YouTube version of this show. It's going to be way more rewarding, way cooler. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you later. Love you. You're not the same anymore. Don't want to play that game anymore. You'd make a better window than a door. All the strangers.